Good morning. You're listening to The Daily Cast, a podcast to start the day on Kilcullen Diary. I'm Brian Byrne, and it is the 10th of May, 2021. Today we'll be looking at the musician who made the guitar the rock and roll weapon of choice, and we'll be checking out some tips on summer eye care. But first, the weather. Showers this morning will become increasingly frequent, with some heavy, thundery downpours in the afternoon. There's a risk of hail too. Temperatures will get up to about 13 degrees and winds will be moderate to fresh from the south. So, some summer rainwear is advised if you're going to be out and about. Our person of interest this morning was a musical influence on so many of the top rock and popular music performers that he can well be considered as one of the foundation stones of the genre. Bert Whedon was born in 1920 on this day in London, England, and after starting to learn classical guitar from the age of 12, he decided early on that he would make his career in music. Before he was through his teens, he had led two music groups of his own, the Blue Cumberland Rhythm Boys and the Harlem Hotshots. His first solo gig was in 1939 in the town hall of his home local area, East Ham. Work with big bands and orchestras, such as those headed by Ted Heath and Mantovani, led to him eventually joining the BBC show band in the 1950s. As a session musician, his guitar playing backed early British rock artists, including Adam Faith, Billy Fury and Tommy Steele. And he accompanied many visiting big-name singers, including Frank Sinatra, Judy Garland and Nat King Cole. In 1959, he became the first British guitarist to feature in the UK singles charts with Guitar Boogie Shuffle. His style was influenced by the jazz guitarists of his time, particularly Les Paul. He is perhaps best known even today for his guitar tutorial book, Play in a Day, which every aspiring guitar player has probably bought at the beginning of their learning the instrument, including me. In my teens, he was a recognised musical name, but many big names who are widely known today have said how much he influenced them. It's a who's who of the rock and roll literati. Eric Clapton, Brian May, Paul McCartney, George Harrison, John Lennon, Pete Townshend, Keith Richards, Sting, Hank Marvin and many, many more. Through his own life, Bert Whedon was also very active in charity fundraising work, especially for children and the disabled. He was awarded an OBE in 2001 and died in 2012 at the age of 91. He has been described as the most genuinely influential guitarist of all time, and Play in a Day still remains one of the top-selling guitar tutorials, and from which we all tried to learn this. short example from his guitar boogie shuffle. For our feature of the day we're talking with Kilcullen optometrist Nicola Kennedy about eye care in summer and the first recommendation here is to be aware of the damage that can be happening to our eyes from sunlight. It's constant and progressive and sunglasses are not just for fashion or for summer. 
sunglasses, I suppose, would be the main one to prevent premature aging of the eyes and the skin around the eyes. So that's obviously important because obviously with the glare, the, the way the, the angle of the sun in Ireland falls, um, we, we get an awful lot of glare and that can add, it kind of causes people to squint in the sun. And because we're quite high on the hemisphere, up near the, the north, northern part of the pole, the angle of the sun is very low. So all year round, we're exposed to fairly high levels of UV light. And in fact, we're actually more exposed in the spring and in the autumn to sun damage for our eyes compared to the summertime when the sun is higher in the sky. So really all year round, we need to be protecting the eyes from the sun because they can it can cause... Um, everything from cataracts to macular degeneration to little lumps or bumps on the eyelids that can sometimes turn cancerous and as well little lumps and bumps on the eyeball itself that that can cause problems as well. So all of these can be prevented or slowed down by wearing a good quality pair of sunglasses that have UV 400 in them, which is kind of the CE standard. But we'd be looking at having um, an SPF in the lens as well. So it's like a sun protection factor that you would have in your sun in your sun cream. So the lenses that we would have um, fitted to sunglasses would be would have an SPF in them as well as the UV 400. Now that sports are back on the agenda for young people with the possibility of swimming pools opening up and with GAA and other games beginning again, there are matters like prescription swimming and safety goggles. Now that um, swimming pools possibly will start to open up in the summer, their swimming goggles with their prescription in them. So there's kind of the off the peg prescription, which you can just literally buy off the shelf that we have, or we can get your prescription made up into your exact prescription. But we would have situations where people can't tolerate the chlorine or the bromine that's in the, the disinfectant, and that can get very red, sore, uh, almost like an allergic type eye. And the goggles would, would help to protect the eyes from that as well. So it does help us. We would do, deal mainly with prescriptive goggles sports safety goggles now that the Gaelic is starting to kick off again we're we're getting more requests for the the kids safety goggles with their prescriptions in them for people playing contact sports who need eyesight help another option is using contact lenses and over the years we've all seen instances of players losing a lens and trying to find it on the pitch but that's not an issue anymore now the lenses are softer. They're quite a big diameter, so they can be anywhere between 14 and 14 and a half millimetres in diameter, so they're quite big. So they don't fall out, they don't get rubbed out of the eye or anything like that. So the, the contact lens um, situation for sports is fantastic now and can get them in almost all prescriptions. So they're ideal. And w when I started wearing contact lenses, I would have been maybe 18 or 19. At the time, you couldn't have them until you were 18 or 19. Now you can have them from the age of eight upwards, you know. So contact lens technology is really advanced. Another issue which affects people this time of the year is hay fever. And apart from the sniffling and general respiratory discomfort, it also affects the eyes. Nicola has some tips to help deal with that. The main things is kind of to prevent the pollen getting into the eyes in the first place. So I'd usually recommend that people put a little bit of Vaseline on the tip of their eyelashes and a little bit of Vaseline just at the entrance to the, their nose um, just and in the eyebrows as well, just to try and catch the pollen before it gets even near the eyes or the nose. Sunglasses obviously help or glasses themselves can help prevent the, the pollen actually hitting the eyes too or reduce the amount of pollen getting near the eyes. Uh, so they 
maybe kind of preventative measures. So then after that, little things like things you wouldn't really think are, are valuable would be, you know, not to dry your bed linen out in the in the garden because the pollen gets onto the pillowcase and then you put your head on the pillowcase at night time and you're wondering why your eyes are itchy. And then you rub your eyes, the pollen gets onto your hands and you're just literally, so it's a constant cycle that you're putting the pollen back into the eyes so washing the hands not washing the, not drying the clothes out the worst and if you get a really bad session of of hay fever just shower down completely um, and just try and remove the pollen from your skin altogether after that then to treat it we'd be recommending things like cold compresses so that would be anything from cold cucumber slices cold wet tea bags cold cotton wool to um, an eye bag that you can put in the freezer and pop it on your eyes when you need it and then there would be special drops for flushing the eyes out and also special drops to try and calm down the, the allergic response and most of these are over the counter and then there are prescriptive ones that we can we can advise that maybe they seek advice from the GP at that stage if it's not manageable then, you know. So plenty that can be done. Nicola Kennedy and some topical tips for taking care of your eyes at this time of the year. In our local news this morning, the Gildare Nationalist leads with the Tusla appeal for anyone connected with the mother and baby homes who has concerns around child abuse to make contact with the agency. Other stories covered include two Kildare projects in the latest round of heritage funding to protect key structures, Newbridge College Library and the Tower at Dunedee. Meanwhile, the Leinster leader gives prominence to an extensive local history article by historian James Durney on the activities of the Blackened Tans in Kildare during the War of Independence. A key story on KFM Radio this morning is on Kildare County Council being tasked to deliver 558 new social homes by BUILD programmes this year. In national news, it's the day of the most substantial easing of restrictions so far this year, according to RTE, which also covers social housing in a story where the government is urged to double provision by 2030. The Irish Times also leads with the return of non-essential retail, hairdressers and inter-county travel. And looking towards the young and the autumn, the paper also headlines a record 84,000 applications for college places in the coming academic year. The examiner's headline comes from Taoiseach Michal Martin's highly publicised first vaccination yesterday, during which he said he is hopeful that a HSE proposal to lower the age for people to be given the Johnson and Johnson jab will be approved this week. There's a second headline that's a little worrying, reporting that some 500 people have had reinfections of COVID here since the pandemic began, but that's actually a very tiny percentage of all infections. The Independent also takes the Taoiseach's vaccination picture as its lead and puts numbers on that proposal for younger J&J jabs at 200,000 people between 45 and 49 additionally in June. And there we leave it for today from The Daily Cast. I'm Brian Byrne. Have a good start to the week and thanks again for listening.